welcome everyone for to another episode of Future of Data podcast. This is week twenty five, another odd numbered week. That means there is a newsletter <laughs> coming up, and and we know how it works. Whenever there's a newsletter, there is Mister or Miss or at least Tao sending a something to all of us to chew, and that means we are back online. Me and uh, Maria. Discussing about hey, what Tao has in store for us. Sorry, Maria, I missed it. What are you saying? <laughs> I just was saying hi. <laughs> so it's a beautiful painting, by the way. Um, it's, it's oh nice. yeah, it's just some abstract, um, you know, colors and art. <laughs> and, I, and I think we should thank you because every week you either show us some good good flora at the background, good sort of. You are always with some amazing backgrounds. So, oh, thank you so much. Like I'm, like I, I'm, I'm one of the bored guys with just one thing still at the back of my. But, but yes, uh, welcome, welcome to the to, uh, to the to the podcast. And how was the week? Yeah, it was a very interesting week. Uh, very exciting. Lots of things going on in June. Um, so we're su- summer is here. Yes, summer, summer is, is here. here. <laughs> yeah, yes. and we have a great. Uh, newsletter this week. I really enjoyed a lot of the pieces on here, so I'm excited to talk about them. It's actually it's 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 funny. Like today, even I learned something from this. So it's so I think it's even I, and Maria, we talked a lot about this uh, behind behind the podcast or sort of uh, above and beyond it. That even we yeah. we got to learn a lot because of Tao. It's it's actually it's fascinating that. Um, uh, like what what all is happening in the world of data like sometimes i used to think that i know i know enough that i can talk but oh boy like am i missing on my <laughs> action so it's it's good that yeah, at I least just told someone, i just told someone the other day you know if they really uh, are bored and want to blow their mind and expand you know what you know the stuff that they're already learning about you have to sign up to the newsletter because it pulls so many great gems from uh, different places, but they all seem to be connected. Yes, that's fast. And I think let's see, let's see what's the theme of this newsletter comes out to be. And and and, and to our audience, I think um, uh, who don't know about Tao, who are just joining in. So Tao is our AI algorithm that we created to help coach each one of us. So one of the tasks that we give Tao right now is to find content to our communities, and Tao is sending this newsletter and and the job is we will not touch tau for next 6 months so we are writing now in one a month and a half on tau's um, uh, and um, we will just see whatever mistakes tau makes we will just just pretty much eat it up and once we have substantial data then we can go back and fix and see how this ai is turning and benefiting us um, from from that that perspective and we do we do see um, some um, sort of repetition sometimes some theme mismatch sometimes some goofy things and stay with us on that because i think right now we will let it slide for another couple of months because we the main element is how because it could be very well if people are engaging on that content so tau said okay let me just re-give it again so there could be that so we know what's going on at the, at the back end but um, stay with us um, till till this thing is fixed. And I think it's it still has tons of other nuggets for us to, to chew. 
and that probably will just go over uh, some of those fun stuff maria what do you think yeah no it's just great how it's organized so that you can get some local events you can see what um tools and tutorials are available and then have some great ideas from the podcasts and the videos and the uh little gem you know facts of the day and little tips of the day they're good to have um you know just to see what other things that we can involve here that are related that you had might not have thought about so that, that's true uh, it's a great resource let's jump right in a lot of action mm-hmm. today yeah I, i like how it always starts off with something funny with the quote or uh, i mean a comic and uh uh <laughs> it definitely sets the mood for the rest of the the newsletter so we have a comic here a uh, day of about data interpretation right and i think it's it's just uh, so to our audience it's i think it's another dilbert cuz the internet is full of dilbert and cats videos it looks like so yeah. so, <laughs> so tau tau always sort of picks um, one or the other um so i wonder when will tau pick a cat video with i think data science is still so that means it's not mainstream yet because once data science get into the cat videos or cat yeah. memes i think then we have done it then then pretty much it's the awareness is done so maybe that's we still have a long way to go maybe yeah i mean i've seen a couple a few that like touch on a re- reach you know um there's like this cat perpendicular little funny thing <laughs> yeah so and the, the the actual cats were like in the cushions <laughs> perpendicularly i mean there's it's got there's a couple but yeah there i'm sure there'll be more coming <laughs> that i think that would be awesome so let's see but but dilbert we all know as as working that's yeah. dilbert is cat for working professionals when it comes to internet pretty much <laughs> <laughs> so it's like thanks to scott adam i think he's just he's just flooded uh he's just giving us like kind of an oxygen lifeline for for professionals who are frustrated with with their work i think a lot of so, yeah <laughs> so any definitely need an outlet to talk right about yes. it or at least to complain vent and complain for a moment because uh <laughs> uh so that steam doesn't build up and explode you know you have little uh you have these little comics and they ca- and they reach on things that we get frustrated about <laughs> right so. exactly and i think one of the thing that um, that it uh, that come in this 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 week's uh, cover of the week was so it's a dilbert cartoon in which dilbert's boss is saying hey do a cost analysis uh, that we want to have a, we want to have a data center and 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 he says no matter what data says the the analysis should say that we need data center so it says so he was saying that uh to dilbert asked the boss hey remind me why am i doing the call is then and and the boss says that because someone convinced you uh so it's i think it's it's a beautiful take on bias uh yeah that, that we talk a lot in data right so data or analysis as good as it's uh, it's it's analyzer or who des- or as its designer and i think that's pretty much yeah. it, it just taunting that particular sort of uh, touting that particular element that um there is if you have a bias your data will have bias hopefully uh, because that that's how you designed it and your analysis yeah. will, will justify that bias so i think that's uh so it's it's a, it's a it's a very um very interesting thought by the way so uh, it's 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 a massive problem we all know we all face um that's why my kid is the best remember so 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 yes so i think that's our that's our model yeah yeah so yeah. L- now let's go to the um 
And, but yeah, do you have anything to say on the, on, on the cover of the week? So, uh, well, I just wanted to add, there's so much in data, you know, you can pick from so many different aspects when you're looking at it that, you know, the end goal is definitely what you want to have in mind. So those things are related and that kind of, you know, that's always going to create a bias, right? So um, we want to try to make sure it's clear what our intentions are so that the, you know, the biases can all be transparent. And uh, <laughs> I guess that's what the boss is kind of doing is making it transparent. Hey, you went to college, somebody convinced you, you know, that's just how things and go. I think, <laughs> and, and, and Marie, you actually raise a good point about end goal, right? So um, even like in, in, in lots of our conversations, so I, I, I can recall a re recent conversation as early as like two months back. Um, I was I was with the, with the, um, one, of, one of the businesses, one of our clients. And and um, and the executive there suggest asked us to um, justify an expense um, and say okay analyze that. So that it's the the whole statement in, in itself uh, was like pretty biased. So I said okay, if you need to justify that means like it's not a fair analysis, right? So mm -hmm. so he said yeah. And I think so. so that, I think all, all, and from our point of view, we just thought that it's a, it's a cultural thing. So, um, if the culture permits having this unbiased analysis, just go in. If not, then you just have to abide by it till, till the point, um, till the point you can make some sense out of that. So I think that's that's something interesting that um, uh, that we saw recently. That the leadership is asking, hey justify what we did or what what we are about to do with your data right yeah because if that if you're just trying to justify a profit or trying to um support some statement or argument then you're you've got you're that's what you're working with so, so i think, knowing I, I, think, all of so I think you did a so end goal i think if you have an end goal that itself i think we can call uh, we can say so uh, it's a and then, and by the way, I think one of the recent podcasts we did with with one of the executive at, at Akamai, uh, it will co come out I think maybe sometime next month. So I like I like um, what his leader, uh, who's now a CEO, asked him to do um, in Akamai. He said, "Hey, I wanted to design a forecasting model without considering the past." Mm. That was interesting. So he said. So mm -hmm. his point was no like sh I, because obviously i know that the trend is going on the trend probably will will continue but definitely we want something which is unbiased and, and which doesn't have the influence on the past and because and the way he i think that would be a fascinating podcast by the way i think once uh, probably it'll come out sometime early uh, mid next month or, or early next month but mm. it's the it's the i think some of the leaders they just get it they say okay like make sure your analysis is biased. So end goal is to have an unbiased model that is not using any sort of preconceived notion. So I think that's, so, but some leader are pretty much, hey, justify this or justify that. So that's that's definitely a divide on the thinking. Yeah, because if you're in business, there are time crunches and deadlines and yeah. all these things that, um, you know, a lot of other moving parts and just to have. And this is interesting because it goes into the panel discussion that's later on in the um, newsletter. And they kind of touch on this a little bit, you know, about that process and how, how um, 
you know, the, the business aspect of it drives those uh, intentions because there are so many other moving parts and they're trying to get a handle on managing all those things through communication. So <laughs> that's interesting. No, yeah. So that's that. By the way, that's a good uh, good drive from Dilbert to getting into some serious stuff. So, okay. So now let's get to some of the events uh, that that our web folks could enjoy. Uh, what what I yeah. suggest? So I think there were three that's pointed out. Uh, one is a webinar on CRM uh, managing relationships using Nutshell, Salesforce, and PipeDrive. The other is a um, live analytics class using R Tableau and SaaS for business. Mm -hmm. And then there's a Pix4D user workshop. And I had no clue what Pix4D is. I think when I was just, I said, what the hell is Pix4D? I've never heard about Pix4D. So for, for our audience, it's I think it's a drone mapping software. So it's a it's a, mm -hmm. it's like a very cool looking UI and drone is a very in thing and you can just pretty much analyze and say, okay, give it command and the software is very intuitive and it connect to the to the to the drone software and you can just load it on the on the drone and drone just go on that periphery and do things and come back fascinating stuff so at least uh, this is i don't know how much of it is data or analytics uh but it is it is a, a must watch for nerds i would say like who are interested yeah we got to be aware right of the Most different tools and be aware so that whatever problem you can kind of have a quick oh i think i remember there was something that we could for that or right, yeah. whatnot. So it's always good to learn them, and, what and things are doing. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's that's absolutely right, uh, rightly said. And there is also, I think, um, the, there's also a webinar on, on CRM, um, Nutshell, Salesforce, and, and Pipedrive. And to our audience, I think CRM is one of the topics that, although it's in itself an, an industry, but I think customer experience or whether you talk about sales and marketing they are i think they are the biggest funnels that uses uh, data analytics for or customer analytics or analytics uh, for that matter <coughs> so i think it's fascinating to um, see how these platform works because that gives you a lot of ideas on how your sort of architecture because these guys had been doing analytics for eons right so the first time there's, there was a business on planet thinking of growing they all they thought about is how I can multiply this, how I can analyze my my current sales and 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 customer, and then sort of mul multiply it over and over to get get the scale that the business want. So the model is mature, the architecture is mature. So if you are working at at some random use cases, right, this is one of the one of the very solid and robust platform that is out there today that you can learn from. So I think that's why I can see why Tao picked it. Uh, to be very frank, I think that's what even I'm thinking that um, in, in sales analytics or relationship building and all that, I think this is a, a good enough webinar to check. What do you think, Maria? Yeah, the, the, that pool of uh, emails and addresses and your customer base is, you know, super important to monitor and expand. So you definitely need to have some familiarity with the tools that work the best, you yeah. know. And, and, and I think, and, and there is there is a f uh, free live data analytics class using R, Tableau, and SAS. This is going to be interesting. I I think R and SAS. Um, so how they work together. This is I think I uh, again a good good course. And I I think I, I realize it is embedded in a meetup. So I, I think that's it's always <coughs> puzzling to me why a meetup post a webinar. But but I think this is one of the cases. That God knows uh, the answer of. 
so but i think it's a it's a good it's a good enough conversation to be part of it's good enough to sort of uh, uh, topic to check out and see how data analytics happens um, and i think um, good pick by the way yeah i agree awesome now let's get to the analytics week bites uh, this these are the, some of the blogs that ta- that are published or shared on analytics week platform and tao's mm-hmm. job is to pick it up and by the way when tao picks all these things up so tao is and that's what we know the last we we programmed this it's not it's not programmed to have a theme of a newsletter it just we just ask is okay just think about the pattern and trends and clicks and whatever and then find me the best content and then there is also a a, a relation to a particular keyword that tao picks yeah <coughs> so these are some of the so there is uh, i think he picked some of the some of the interesting blogs around big data i think that's what i'm thinking that this this theme looks out to be that uh, there was a um, basically introductory blog on big data on on yeah this is a good introduction one i was going to say that and too and i think and and very good introduction man as you rightly said maria it just it just talks about are you ready for this so it's saying so it, the blog itself explains what's going on how much of it is going on where all it is going on so you can understand and see okay can i be part of it and then from that perspective um, definitely an an interesting conversation uh give me one second yeah it just goes over like basics of data storage and numbers so that you can kind of have a scope of the amount and this is a 2015 article so there is a lot more data than it was you know talking about now <laughs> mm, that's true okay so and then the, the next one is google loses uh, data as lightning strike i think that's this is like a it's 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 a i think it's a news of from i think one of the, it, it happened in belgium or something i think there was a there was lightning and it's it's i think it's just a news that it picks and that yeah. was yeah they talked about the risk you know uh because the it was hit or it was nearly hit four times by lightning and the risk of the data being lost um is low but you definitely have all kinds of reasons that you need to store and back up the data somehow right. <laughs> and lightning is another one <laughs> yes yes i think backup is important and it's it's funny so three vendor leads um the wave of for big data predictive analytics i think this is another uh, this is i think which is one of the older blogs i guess it talks about ibm saas and and sap being the the top three leaders in um in leading the wave on big data predictive, predictive analytics and i think most of these guys are still uh, we we could easily say the on on the lead of bringing that change in the ecosystem so mm-hmm. a good read on on basically the, i think it was a, it was a published report and just it just deciphering that report on which vendor fared how much and and what was the score so it's it's a good way to understand which all vendors exist and and how much of what are why they exist and what's going on and from there on get a perception on if you want to look for solution who could be a good guy or a good vendor to pursue Yeah, I think they're still relevant today. So yes, these, these ones are, are the top of the list. So I agree. I agree. <coughs> Now let's talk about news bites. And I think news bites is another interesting um, 
so this is the news that's happening around the world so this could be like more relevant in what's happening today and in this one i think tau is meant to pick a particular keyword and then go out and look for that and i think it, it, it talks about that keyword at the end of the each news so one is data science one is iot and one is cyber security so i think this is a, a, a very sort of diverse combination of three more important topics of today in data science it's talk about how data science and rocket science will get humans to mars i think this is no surprise to us that whatever <clears throat> whatever um, space exploration is happening they are again one of the the primal user or the early users of uh, data science and i think that's why in one of one of the conversation i i i talked about how an astro astrophysicist job was you just look at this anomaly just hit like in, in any sort of any picks in the signal and then analyze what's what's happening so they are i think they are the they are one of the early data scientists uh, to be to, to understand radio wave we hear a, a kind of a noise and then figure out where the noise is coming from so <clears throat> so i think that's just this article talks about um how data science will would get us to mars what do you think maria yeah and um interestingly enough nasa this week is doing a workshop for the whole week or a camp kind of thing for the whole a rocket science camp for the whole week and so there's like 150 universities and uh students and so forth that are participating in um these kind of activities and I'm sure there's all kind of data science that has to be part of that discussion because they're, you know, they're going through a very um intense, which is great because it's the first time it's they've done something like this. So right, interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. And <coughs> I think I, I remember um uh I think um, there was a there was an executive I talked to uh, uh Bill Simmons from DataZoo and shout out to Bill. I think he he uh, his background was to figure out a mission to mars so whenever i hear about the word word mars his his uh, name came to uh, always comes to my mind and and his job was mm -hmm. to calculate the risk mm -hmm. and and it was fascinating so he he i think he can, he discussed this in one of our panel as well i guess i don't remember but i think at least in one of the private conversation he did discuss that so what he was trying to figure out is he's just calculating the risk of each parts so each rocket element each wind element and each sort of uh, thrust uh, gas and just creating a model that aggregate that risk to calculate the overall risk of a mission to mars so that was like fascinating like how um, he's he's trying to gauge um, the budget and the risk associated with this particular like out of the or kind of a moonshot or mars shot project now so that, i think it was fascinating Yeah so the tomorrow they're going to be launching their experiments from this work we, weeks worth of work and think, it's got, it's like a rocket that's 36 feet long and it's like a 667 pounds so you know wow. I'm sure we'll hear about that on the news so that's exciting So where, where is this happening do you know Um in it's well NASA so I'm sure it's in their um headquarters <laughs> okay. Colorado well uh yeah it's it just says that <laughs> in the okay. article so okay so okay so i think let's um so we'll just uh uh so we, uh basically we will 
post the link if we find i think this is this is going to be amazing for people to check out i think definitely so uh, good there's some inspiration there for sure it's you know it's, it's a, yes yes i'll be watching it if, if, definitely so uh, the next the next news is about the internet of things is mainly the f- mainly for firms for now and i think this is one of the one of the write up that <clears throat> topics from slovakia uh, so basically mm-hmm. it just there's i think the, it, it it got published in the local journal called slovak spectator and uh, basically what it's saying is that iot and it's 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 even relevant for major cities in uh, some some cities in us as well by the way so it's just saying that iot is still not mainstream that it's not it's still not commodity yet and it's still sort of uh, the major bells and whistles are with enterprises or the businesses and they are using it and so i think that's a yeah we know that so i think that's it's it's, it's a good take that it just it just talks about what's the gap that still iot or these sensors and this the, the tools needs to cross to bring this iot capability to houses and sort of to make us like more iot driven family yeah and it goes through some of like production and uh, manufacturing you know right. which is something that's uh, super important for having all of these sectors work and these networks work together so um it, it's a really good read if you know you're interested in how to improve cities and how the data is helping with um the services that are related to you know daily life and No, I think that's that's a good take, Maria. I think yes, uh, it's 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 a beautiful read for for small businesses, for medium business, like for businesses who wants to understand that how how these sensors or how this data could be used, uh, and 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 then cities too. By the way, I think that's well well picked there uh, of how so it it gives you a perspective on sort of what some of the some of the other ones are doing and what they are feeling about this topic that that we are hearing a lot nowadays uh, because of our ecosystem on on IoT side. So let's get to the next news. Uh, this is to talk about Trump signs executive order on cyber security. So, <coughs> so basically, um, this. So I think this article, when it was picked up, maybe there's it's it's a gap. So it's the current news is I think they postponed it. I guess it's still not signed yet. But I think, but it's a it's 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 a it's a good step. like we should know cybersecurity is we know what happened what's happening in the world of cybersecurity right so we are seeing the impact of it almost every day on the news whether it's political whether it's business whether it's <clears throat> i think there was recent uh, news that gop got hacked i guess uh, gop's um, database leaked 200 million or something uh, profile or something there was some news that i was reading today so it's a it's a critical it's a critical area and government needs to intervene they need to sort of uh create by laws and bylaws and sort of create those to to help us even uh, like to create a kind of a, uh, a a guideline for our offensive or defensive strategies right so it, it's 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 a great platform um that yes maria what do you say yeah well, the executive right like you said the executive order is not signed yet and it uh proposed just a federal um improvement of national cyber cybersecurity um however it's very controversial because there are lots of uh there are lots of different divisions that include local and state levels for that cybersecurity to to really be 
um, defending against those risks that they're afraid of. So those, those, but those pieces have been left out of the executive order. So there's, um, there's a lot that is controversial about it, but I definitely agree that some steps are, are necessary to move forward. <laughs> right. I just hope that uh, they have better advisors. <laughs> that's true. That, and I think that's why um, I, I, I think in, in government's cases, it's or in political case, it's always going to be controversies, right? Either this side or that side. But I think the step, any step in the right, right direction is a, is, is a right step, right? So I think definitely <clears throat> there could be amendments to come later on. But, but yes, cybersecurity needs to be checked. It is it it is it is creating a, a havoc in in local economies in global economies. I think 2016 was a very depressing year when it comes to sort of an understanding the data analytics and how the cybersecurity is shaping the world. I think it just it 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 is messing up with democracy. It's messing up with the social structure, the socioeconomic structure, and and it's it's I think it's it's it, it's some it's something that government should intervene uh, for sure because they have they ha- because they have the common interest of people right that's at least their people and and from their perspective they they are the best judge or at, or at least the best regulators to understand the pro- like to, to to preserve their interests uh, so i think that's why it's, it's definitely a good step uh, we should we should do something about it for sure <coughs> excuse me so let's get to the featured course so Lean Analytics Workshop by Alistair Kroll and Ben Yoskowitz. So shout out to Alistair Kroll and Ben Yoskowitz oh, yeah. for an amazing work in teaching um, businesses how to stay lean with analytics. I think um, a couple of years back, the people that we're talking analytics with are pretty much kings and lords. So it's just the matter of like all the big companies who, who have big setup infrastructures, only they can afford these capabilities. But it's amazing that how Alistair and, 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 and Ben designed a framework based out of uh, based on lean startup model of, of quickly pivot and validate the, the model and the before solidifying it or in a way appifying analytics in, in many aspects. It's actually, it's interesting that um, that how they did and and this is this is one of the workshop highly rated workshop for it's a it's for any individual from business who is trying to create a data science practice to to read and by the way his book go and grab it just for the heck of it i think get it on your birthday maybe on a father's day gift whatever <laughs> get that book i think that book is a is a must have um and maybe use it as a pillow, but but whatever, just have that book. <laughs> just have that book. It's it's a very good book. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it definitely goes through. Yeah, because it goes through that. You know, touching about the customers and the tools and performance and um, the related topics that are necessary to focus on for both public and private sector and working. You know, having them collaborate together. So interesting. Yes. Yes. Uh, so let's go to the data science for business book. So featured read. And <clears throat> I think uh, beautiful book, by the way. So it's it's not it's not for technical folks, but <clears throat> it's it's technical folks who understand who want to understand business and but definitely a must have for businesses. Again, very highly rated book by two amazing authors 
Foster Provost and Tom Fawcett. They have been talking about um, data science for quite some time, and it, I think this is a this is a good book. It 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 gives it helps businesses have understand the analytical way to, to think. It's a <coughs> it's 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 a very good uh, introductory book for businesses to explain them how they can have analytical think, thinking, how they can understand what data could do, understand the capabilities from from data, so they can get that mindset, help convince leadership how to structure teams how to structure environment like how to look at the problem from 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 a, from analytical standpoint again a very good book to check out what do what do you think maria yeah and it identifies how you know the, the the data that you're needing fits your organization and what you can do with it and kind of puts those things into perspective so you can definitely have um a, a way to organize like you said think and organize through what what do you need to do to start this process? So very good for those that are, are um, you know, ready to like work uh, <laughs> to improve with their businesses through using data science. Right, and, 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 and good job there, by the way, uh, um, Foster and Tom, I think um, keep giving us good stuff. So now let's talk about uh, tips and tricks of the week. <clears throat> and I think this is one of the thing that um, um, fix the culture, spread awareness to get awareness. So <clears throat> it talks about an interesting perspective. I think it talks about um, people not talking about things. It talks about how people are could actually have a conversation. And, and this is pretty much what Maria, even we are trying to do with Analytics Club, right? To to, yeah. to, to try to carve out sort of conversation uh, in the community. So the more businesses and people talk, the more they learn about things. What do you think? Yeah, this is a great tip and trick for the week. Uh, it's, um, you know, talking about the culture and awareness. And uh, I love the Analytics Club uh, for that because it helps to connect everyone together on that cultural level so they can start having these conversations that might not be talked about or that are um, super like parallel to each other, but in different uh, disciplines. And so just having the awareness and keeping those conversations moving will also keep the ideas flowing. And so they, you know, then you can start uh, really brainstorming and working on top of that. Uh, that awareness is just uh, uh, something I like to introduce into as much as possible. I can right. to all of the, you know, different <laughs> events or the, you know, things that we're speaking and, and doing, because I think the, the more that we can think on this level or use a scientific method, the, more that we can have better decisions just in all areas of life so i think you're absolutely right and, and i think that's that has been even our our, our, our mission as well as well with analytics club and um and i think uh, there's also it, it also hints at one of the things that we 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 talk a lot about in our in our podcast and in our conversations that um since data science talent is at it's 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 a it's a high demand and there are less number of people who are actually good at this craft. So there is almost like every good data scientist you talk to, they're, they're strained. They're overly stressed out with the amount of work and amount of learning and teaching and selling and buying they have to do within the, within their companies. Mm -hmm. I think this is one of the, one of the solution to that. I think uh, because, and, and, and we talked about this, I think I recently I talked to, I was giving a commencement talk at uh, Northeastern 
one of the one of the graduate class and and for data science and and my pitch to those those super smart kid was that you have to understand that it's your responsibility to bring everyone to the same page it's your responsibility to start that club and create awareness within the company because you can't do it alone and your boss is already your boss is already confused about about <laughs> the anxiety of this topic and what to do from this and there is a massive risk of over investing and getting nothing out of this so when everything is at in your not in your favor the best thing you can do is start a dialogue and 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 and, and use that to slowly convince someone i think from that point of view this hits the ball like that that this hits it right on at the core that um definitely uh, it's a start a conversation spread awareness and then and then you try to understand from that you became aware on what is their bottleneck that you thought mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. in, in in our enterprise hierarchy many times people are the bottleneck right so mm-hmm. we are the one who are slow or fast or at least among among in this podcast you and me both think are thinking in a different directions so now imagine a, a, a entire corporation with hundreds or maybe thousands of us working together on a common goal right so it's always going to be an, we are always going to be bottleneck in in enterprise growth so that's why having a common conversation will at least get us on the same page it it helps the situation somewhat in the in in that context so open analytics club I think this is amazing. Like we can sell our analytics club right in the middle of a section. Like, <laughs> wow! Like thanks, Tao. Tao is now getting creepier. Yeah. It's like it's that it's that that like so it's, it's now doing its dirty tricks to sort of put our plugs in. But but anyways, regardless, I think it is a it's it, it's it's a must-have uh, for enter for folks start an analytics club within your company. Do it right now. Don't think. Yeah. Send us that email right now. But anyways, I think that's a it's a it's it's definitely a good good trick and good tip. Yeah, I okay. agree. So now let's get to the data science Q and A, and this is some nerdy stuff. So yeah. it talks about <laughs> how to optimize, how to algorithm. optimize uh, algorithm, and it talks about parallel processing or fast algorithm. So. I think this is another interesting interesting area. Yeah, can you tell us about this? <laughs> so <laughs> over here. Yeah, exactly. So uh, everyone just start writing code right now. I'm just going to dictate what to write. But but I think the, <laughs> one one of the thing that um it it talks about is that there's a, a wonderful quote about um, uh, from Donald Knuth that uh, premature optimization is the root of all evil. So I think recently I was I was uh, discussing in the idea of overfitting and underfitting models. I think mm. in in right nowadays, right? So some businesses overfit the model; they overanalyze it. But the business is way different. So if 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 you simulate an overfit, uh, and 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 to our audience who don't know what overfit underfit means, so overfitting means you do you um, test with too much sample data to structure an algorithm and then putting in real world scenario. So it's almost like it overfits the simulation model. But probably it might not be. And underfitting means doing less simulations, and pretty much mm-hmm. just half baked and half analyzed um, model. So optimization is always that that sort of slider of between. And I think it's in, it's interesting how it's saying parallel processing and fast algorithm. So <coughs> I think all 
all it is talking about is system what system could do and then what your software on it could do right so that's the that's pretty much the optimization so either you can have a faster architecture or you could have and and or you could have uh, faster software so pretty much on the on the processing it's just saying hey allocate the resources log the core get a task and then figure out if you want to send it to a single core or multi core and and then pretty much not the not the tech get a, get a task and then find which core and lock and then release and lock and release so maybe it's a, so i think it's and and by the way this is just one of the way it's and and maybe i wouldn't recommend this for every business right so every business is different but the point is the uh, the infrastructure that you have and many time load balancer also helps in this case right which which how much you are using which kind which cores how much you are using for parallel processing and 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 and, and sort of uh, single processing and from there on you can you can devise the distribution of the task some tasks takes multi core or some tasks takes even multi processing for that matter some tasks are just single and even on that certain tasks are low priority tasks certain tasks are high priority tasks so the more you know about the task when you're loading it so it's just a matter of bring the uh, allocate the hardware install um, the logic uh, process it and then that's pretty much like uh, the best parallel processing and 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 by the way uh, uh, listeners so we don't have to ha- we don't have to stuck stick ourselves into a single solution so because it's a very situational environment scenario so but all it is saying is fix the hardware and fix the software in in software it, it just pretty much talking about that um there's always going to be a, a part of code that takes care of 90% of the processing or 80% so it is talking about the pareto's principle you have to know which kind of code is used in in how many scenarios so you can optimize that ways if something is not used that much put it on cache like would if something is not changing it's not worth processing every time and similarly uh in in one of the example it's giving is uh, in in old c in in is in old c days c compiler treat while slower than for because all while is saying that while i do this so you're already processing something without even start jumping on the algorithm right while i do this then do something so it's already processing first and then doing something instead of in for it's saying just start and when you're at the end then we'll think about when to stop right so it gets us in that so like these are like some of the t- fine tweaks but the but the main intent is fix algorithm and fix the hardware and treat them differently so first you fix and 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 by the way the more you know about algorithm on that hardware and the hardware on the algorithm that will also have an influence so that's why i think whenever we design an architecture right we have to understand the scenarios the features the the business uh, use cases as well as um the kind of queries their capabilities the and and from there on understanding the architecture and then from architecture understanding the algorithms like which architecture appreciate which algorithm and and by the way it's not the right answer although it is the answer it's just one of the many answers right so you, the moment you hear about uh find me that algorithms just ask more questions ask what kind of things you want to do what is i then think it's how you can modularize that process into three stages like hardware software on it and the business case it will support 
that will define that three juncture of between the three will define how you can optimize an algorithm it's i think i don't know maria am i making any sense you want to add something yes can i ask you a question so uh the bottleneck of premature optimization would it be more on the hardware or the software side or in during the transition or is it more like uh dealing with the the talent and people aspect so bottleneck where would be where so would be the bottleneck for yeah, some I, of these kind of problems so i think it's um if i wear my software development hat so it's many time it's software's understanding of hardware that is always the nightmare scenario for a developer right we either under assume and over assume things like i i i i imagine like i i remember one day that i was when i was with with aol um i did a query that for my entire company google was shut down because i i underestimated the uh the algorithm and it was querying google from inside and it was just the firewall just blocked it or something so i think it's my assumption that and, and basically i ran out of memory and there was crash going on so it just it, and even the the amazon aws crash that happened recently it's the same mm-hmm. sort of configuration issue so i think it's anything that that and 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 maria you have a good point that bridging scenarios right that has the maximum bottleneck right so i have a super highway on 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 the algorithm and and highway on the hardware end but we when we're talking we need a tunnel to talk whenever there's there's sort of there's an understanding tunnel that's where the things get clogged and sort of misconstrued or sort of uh, misanalyzed and that that's what caused the performance hiccup am i making any sense by the way yeah yeah okay, okay awesome so yeah so i think yeah, that thanks that for was, explaining it so i think that that was but but definitely it's a, it's a good lesson and 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 i want i want our listener to not focus on the answer that much but understand what answer is trying to say right so the business logic the software and the hardware in in unison create an optimized environment so you have to have to understand and, and maria you pointed beautifully that bottleneck could be anywhere so understand the bottleneck and fix around that i think first thing is if even if if you have the lamest world's lamest code without bottleneck that is much better than and I, maybe that's that's the that's the definition of an optimized code where there is no bottleneck right so Mm, that's a, that's an interesting interesting take uh, maria by the way <laughs> yeah so yeah we are yeah. now on the side pane of this newsletter and we are talking about our video of the week so yeah this was a great panel great yes. discussion on this panel so shout out to all of the uh all of the the panelists <laughs> yes i i agree i think it's a it's a it's one of our i think one of our unconferences happened in boston a while back and the content is still relevant so maria what what, yeah. what what's your take on 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 the panel yeah there was a uh, a lot of different things that were brought up in the issues of finance and insurance and the analytics that are used for that and um you know the confusioning about insurance and what they you know what different companies are doing and how it's portrayed from the customer side because they only see certain things as well and so i think that um in the discussion of the analytics bringing up how the customers and what those analytics are used for for the company is just a really great way to see from the different perspectives we had on the with the panelists that um the the different risk the process the cycle like how um 
the merging of all that data that they're collecting is is uh, talking to each other or stored. I mean, they really covered from the beginning to the end of the decision making with uh, the insurance companies and finance and, and analytics. So it was no, really think, very informative like and I learned so much. I think like you said, Maria, I think I couldn't, I, I don't want to add anything to it. I think it's beautifully put uh, a very good conversation around the risks and, and, and what's happening in finance and insurance and how analytics is, is happening there. I think it's a, it's a beautiful panel, by the way. So yes, must listen. That's a little behind the curtain scene. So if you're, you know, wondering about your car insurance or other kinds of um, ways things are rated in, in this finance world, then you can uh, take a look at that. And I'm sure it'll help you understand a little better about all the complexities that are involved. Yes, uh, beautiful. So now let's go to the quote of the week. So data is the new science, big data holds the answer. So yeah, I think it's, 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 it's a great quote. So it puts a, it puts a pressure on that. And Pat Gelsinger, I think it's an amazing influencer, by the way, he was with the EMC before. I think now he is with, um, now he is with the consortium. What's this called? I forgot the name. Uh, it's between Cisco, EMC, I just totally got a mind mental block. It'll, it'll come to me, but I think it's a it's a it's a definitely a good 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 understand good analysis. So he's saying he's talking about data. Data is the new science, by the way. I think that's and and big data holds the answers. Um, so big data, I'm not sure, but data definitely holds an answer, right? So that's I think big is a very uh, it's it's a very interesting term. So. But but a, a very progressive quote, a very sort of strategic quote. So I think I, I, I love it. It tells us something. What do you think, Maria? Um, I agree with the first part, you know, the part about uh, data is the new science. I kind of think that they can't be separated. You need data in order to start doing experiments and stuff right. like that. So, <laughs> you know, it is part of the science and um, I think that in all of the sciences, the, this scientific method being used as a data science, they're, they're just all kind of the same thing called different things. But um, the answer, I do think that it is more than just in the data because we have to have that decision making to be able to sift through it and, and to be able to figure out what's relevant. and. Um, so I think that the answer kind of is with uh, how we make meaning of the data. Hmm. So I would say that. That's actually, that's very well said, Maria. I think I, I maybe you should have a quote here too. I think it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I I like it by the way. So um, let's Thank now you. let's let's get get to the next part, uh, the podcast of the week. Eloy says, yeah. I think amazing guy. I think he, when when I interviewed him, he was with uh, he was with Walt. Uh, he was with. Uh, News Corp, and mm -hmm. we discussed about sort of his understanding on team analytics, his understanding on team dynamics, his understanding of building up a team, and he was very very open. He was, and I think yeah. at that point he was. If I remember correctly, he's a second or third guy doing a podcast with us. So I said I was so blown away with with sort of his candidate interview. Uh, he was very candid in sharing his thoughts and. And I think all these all these executives they have so much to share. Like each of the each of them over over the time we are realizing, 
each of these executives bring a, their own sort of unique flavor to the problem and i think that's mm-hmm. and and it's 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 so much fun and, and 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 everyone i think check eloy's podcast out he has some interesting bit for the emerging leaders and i think it was it was a very good conversation where he, he talked about that um, what the culture is important he talked about how to build up a team he talked about what are the good candidates you should look for lot of interesting insights and right now i think he is with sodexo uh, and i should actually talk to him again and and see what sodexo is doing in data science i'll probably um, after this podcast I'll, i'll i'll touch base with him amazing guy uh, an amazing podcast i think must check him out good things to share and and and, and i think um, let us know what you think maria what do you what, what's your take Yeah, he was really transparent about his approach and very methodical on how um he takes a look at the issue at the problem and focuses on it and what, you know, where to start from the end and how to build around that to get, you know, the results you want. So he I really appreciate his perspective. Yes. Yes. I, I do too. So good good job there. Uh you know, Eloise, I think we will talk. We'll talk soon. <laughs> so fa- fact of the week uh youtube users upload 48 hours of new videos every minute of the day and wow. um, it's i think it's 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 mind blowing it's a, yeah. and, and i don't know how old is this I'm, i i i think that it it'll be more this video is going on youtube too by the way so yeah. we are living and breathing on youtube i think and we are very thankful with the platform that youtube provided us and many many people like us to share our thinking and thoughts with the world and it has become sort of the the ground for this new age of learning and 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 spreading and sharing and collaborating i think this is it's, it's fa- like besides the data science point there's a there's a massive element of socio uh, benefit to many of us like we don't have to now i i remember like when i was in school my only source of learning something is going to a library and looking at like 1970s or 1700s books and see what's <laughs> going on and trust that that guy what that guy was doing is right it was yeah. night now we can just open a youtube and see the video in action and just i just have to just copy that guy or, or replicate that guy or take inspiration from that guy the world is a lot simpler because of youtube and i'm yeah. sorry sorry i went yeah, like- into a different rant No, oh, yeah. no, it's totally it's totally true and I and I wonder sometimes how some of the high schoolers kind of appreciate that because it was just always there for them. They could always just, you know, if they wanted to look up something and then they could look up something else and it could be just within split seconds whereas before you had to a whole process in between resources you had to find one resource then you'd have to figure out how to find the next one. So right. and it could be in a totally different library in a, a totally different place I, you know I, I agree. there's a lot of time in between you know but now it's split second and um you know it's uh, there's just no excuse for ignorance I'd, you know anymore right now if you have access to the internet you know you could kind of try you can figure out how to learn even from there so right no i think that's you're absolutely right and and um and thank you youtube for that by the way so it's it's definitely uh, very helpful for all of us uh, to be talking about this here so uh that brings us to the closing of this podcast that means it's time for our audience to close their ears and eyes if they don't want <laughs> to hear our sales pitch so um i think uh, or to uh, share it <laughs> or, or share like and subscribe 
<laughs> so stop yeah. everything. Stop driving. Uh, put the car on the on the curb somewhere. Put the put the hazard lights on, and then subscribe, share, and like now. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just keep driving <laughs> and stay safe. So um, yes. So analytics. So Tao uh, is thankful to you. We our team is thankful to you for listening to our our, our podcast and supporting us. It's 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 an it's a humbling experience for our team to see. Like we are seeing some numbers now. We are seeing that people actually watch it. I, I was thinking that only only I and you, Maria, are the ones who are watching this uh, this podcast. But <laughs> but but now uh, I know there are more than at least four people. Uh, I think it, it 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 was funny in one of the recent uh, upload. Um, I just I accidentally uploaded uh, on a public instead of private sort of on 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 our uh, on our podcast, and we instantly got I think about ninety hits within like. it's like ridiculous really yeah so thank you everyone because i think your support is 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 massively humbling i think it's 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 keeping the lights on for us and um if you or your friend or your friend's friend or your nana's friend or your uncle's mm-hmm. friend is looking for a job <laughs> tau could help we could help so look at the link here uh, tau.ai and 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 have them sign up if they can't then you sign up for them but but yes spread away if you're if you're a business looking for amazing talent we have some so we could help so with that thank you so much and thank you for staying with us till the next time stay data driven bye bye thanks so much michelle thank you everyone yeah, yeah i just i, just, uh, I, just, I thought i was sick of home but actually i was homesick never really knew that i would have to grow up so quick i'm so uncomfortable don't know anybody here just a couple dudes that i met once that's it and i go into the booth feeling nervous got butterflies in my stomach like i'm so worthless is the mic gone i don't know how to work this inside i'm breaking down i hope i'm not up on a 